0: old school and my favorite interviews are with book authors book club with michael smirconish is now in session hey gang i'm a diane diamond fan she's been a guest of mine on many times in the past many occasions in the past i've been a fan of her work since her since her court tv days she's the author of many best-selling books not the least of which is be careful who you love inside the michael jackson case i tell you all of that by way of preamble she's written a new book. When I heard the subject matter, I was like, I don't know. It's called We're Here to Help When Guardianship Goes Wrong. And I thought, I know a little something about the subject matter, but is this really going to be something that people will want to sink their teeth into? And and that was, that was a thought I had before Britney Spears. That was because I've known she's been writing this book for a while after the series that she wrote for the Albuquerque newspaper. And then the guy from... Oh, geez, I just had a uh, blindside. Michael, Michael Orr. Michael there Orr. You go. Or Michael. Oh, well, wait a minute. So Conservativeships have been in the mm-hmm. news. Maybe she can sell this. Then I read the book. And when I read the book, not only did I enjoy it and learn things, but right up front, she has the acknowledgments and she says, I went to my agent on this and I got a great agent and he wasn't sure that we were going to get people interested in it. This is Diane Diamond. Help me explain what I'm talking about, Diane.
1: You are a gem. Thank you so much. Well, guardianship is the, they call it conservatorship in some states. It's what entrapped Britney Spears for almost 14 years. Somebody gets a lawyer to write a petition of guardianship, and they present it to a court that hears guardianship cases, and the judge looks at the paper and mostly just says, okay, bingo, that person's in guardianship. There's no hearings. There's no trial. There's no many, many cases. There's no witnesses that are heard. It's just this judge gets a piece of paper from the officer of the court and believes everything in it is true and starts a guardianship. And very, very few people ever get out of guardianship. So or conservatorship.
0: the very first line in your book, in the preface, This book is not about the guardianships and conservatorships that run smoothly. They are plentiful and certainly necessary for those who have no family or close friends to take care of them in their time of need. I'm glad that you put that first because... When I was practicing law full time and when I was representing the catastrophically injured, I was often involved in the appointment of guardian ad litems. I was never in that role myself. So I've seen the value. You know, decisions need to be made for people who can't make decisions for themselves. But Mm -hmm. you're right. Like anything else, the system has been abused. And those are the stories that you tell in the book.
1: Right. And, you know, for people who, like you, Michael, thought, oh, guardianship, that sounds kind of dense and boring. This book, I promise you, is not dense and boring. I explain what this, the the system is in the first few chapters. But then the rest of the book are personal stories, horror stories, of people caught up in guardianships when they weren't incapacitated or If they did need some help, they didn't get a family member appointed as the guardian. They got some total stranger who could charge up to $600 an hour to open their mail or take phone calls from their family. And those are the stories that prove this system has been bastardized. Does it
0: all begin for you with a phone call from Nancy?
1: Yes, it does. Who is Nancy and what did she say? I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Her father was a prominent surgeon there, and she called me one day years ago. I've been investigating this for eight years. This is not a willy-nilly book. And she told me what was happening to her father, this terribly abusive guardianship. She had gone to a lawyer and said, what do I do? My father has $8 million. I've got all these siblings, and I think a couple of them are stealing from dad because he's got a little dementia. and the. The, she swears the lawyer went to court without her and put her father into guardianship. Well, once it starts, there's no way to like say, oh, can I do, have a do-over? <laughs> You're in the system and you can't get out. So that's the first case I heard about. And I, I couldn't get any documents, Michael, because it, the, the reason people haven't heard about this is it's so secret. The cases are sealed. The The courtroom doors are closed. There's no jury. But,
0: it's not no like you, you sit there and decide, shall we place this person in guardianship? No, that's right. not the way it works.
1: Right. That's exactly right. And it, it, um, it's, it's in an equity court. And an equity court isn't like criminal or civil court. There's no due process guaranteed. It's whatever the judge wants to do. So that's why people have never heard about this. And they think, oh, it happens to Michael Orr or it happens to Britney Spears. No. I discovered there are as many as 2 million people living under guardianship, stripped of their civil rights right now in this country.
0: How much money are we talking about? Because it is a follow-the-money story that you write in, quote, Mm -hmm. we're here to help. Uh, Like, how much every year gets placed under guardianship or conservatorship?
1: Yeah, when you are guardianized, number one, you lose your civil rights. You can't hire a lawyer to come and help you out because you're incapacitated. Number two, they confiscate all your property, all your money, all your valuables. And every year in this country, state courts confiscate $50 billion worth of of wards' estates, $50 billion. Now, who is increasingly more and more in control of that money? Court-appointed professional guardians. Who can do pretty much whatever they want because nobody has time to supervise.
0: And get paid how?
1: They get paid through the ward's estate, the confiscated money. So in the case of Dr. Herman, for example, he had about $8 million, seven, $8 million. And when he died, there wasn't very much money left because all the, the guardian and all of the people that the guardian hired to take care of him and all the lawyers that were hired onto the case – they ate up all the money, and that happened in case after case after case that I've, I discovered.
0: But I know that I, as a lawyer, am strictly, there's no federal, there's, correct me if I'm wrong, there are no federal laws that pertain to this subject. To the, to right. the extent it's administered, uh, and regulated, it's on a state by state basis. But I also know that I, as an attorney, uh, if I'm entrusted with a client's funds, there are requirements under the interest on lawyer trust account.
1: Yeah, iota accounts, right, right. Well, see, y- you're one of those ethical lawyers.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, I found that there were some quite different type of lawyers involved when it comes to guardianship and conservatorship. I, I don't want to cast aspersions, but for example, the lawyer guardian for Britney Spears, a man named Sam Ingram, he charged $10,000 a week for almost 14 years. Now, in 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 what law book is that okay?
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, I know <laughs> because we're dealing with economies of scale, right? If 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 right. if her name were Brittany Jones and there weren't the income stream and the assets to protect, then that would be seem outlandish. But I I just don't know how to how to uh, uh, how to evaluate that. I guess is what I'm trying to say.
1: Right. Well, you're right, and it is an economy of scale. It, it, you know these. Court-appointed guardians, conservators, the lawyers, they're all supposed to put in, at least once a year, an audit, a a report. where, Where did this ward's money go? But they don't do that. If they do that, there's nobody there to check them, but many of them just don't do it. Uh, I have a young man out in Staten Island, New York, who had cerebral palsy at birth. There was a birth accident, won $2 million. And his guardian was appointed at birth to make sure his parents didn't spend his money. But at 18 years old, he's supposed to get his money now. The guardian went to court without him, without this young man, and said to the court, well, look at him. He walks different. He talks different. You know, he needs a guard. I have to stay on this case. So it wasn't until, let's see, his name is Michael Ligori. You can read about him in the book. I think he was 26 years old. He called me last Christmas and said, it's finally over, Diane. Now, cerebral palsy does not make you incapacitated. It affects your motor skills, not your intellect. This is a kid who's in college. He wants his money. But the guardian bled him dry for about eight more years.
0: The picture, and the judge allowed it. The picture that you paint, there's a chapter in the book. You don't use these words, but it made me think of an interlocking directorate. People who are all interconnected on one another and they're a part of the system and protect one another and make the system thrive. Um That's how you. That's a big,
1: that's a big phrase there, Michael. You know what I would call it? I would call it a racket.
0: Okay. (laughs) A racket. (laughs) Again, can, can I go back to the very first line in the book where you say, Hey, this book is not about the guardianships or conservativeships that, that run smoothly, which are the overwhelming majority. You're, you're talking about the aberrant cases that have come to your attention that, by the way, you chronicled for the Albuquerque Journal. That's how you got started on all of this exposing Mm -hmm. an area where, you know, most people are unfamiliar.
1: Right, right, and let me underscore: there are a lot of great guardians out there. They are full of compassion. They they are well trained. They are certified. Only three states make make a guardian be licensed: um, California, Nevada, and Alaska. <laughs> your your uh, your plumber that comes into your house, Michael, has to pass more training tests than a guardian does, and they take over someone's entire life. But yes, there are great guardianships, and there are many, many times where guardianships are absolutely necessary. But sometimes it doesn't have to be a full guardianship, where you have no more civil rights, where they can take away your house and put you in a nursing home, even if you're fine, you know, if you're mobile and you can walk around yourself. It is the ones that have run off the track that I am most concerned about, because I don't have a a way to quantify it, Michael. Are there more good ones than bad ones? I don't know because nobody keeps track of guardianship. So
0: so Diane Diamond has literally invested years in the subject matter, has just published a brand new book called We're Here to Help When Guardianship Goes Wrong.
1: This is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from SiriusXM.
0: Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash 50 and use code smirkanish 50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirkanish 50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish fifty. Get your fifty percent off.
1: Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS,
0: Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. Diane Diamond has literally invested years in the subject matter, has just published a brand new book called We're Here to Help When Guardianship Goes Wrong. From your perspective, what's needed?
1: Oh, well, let's see. Um, States have to make it not so easy to establish a guardianship. It's got to be more than a piece of paper put in front of a judge. You know, at least the judge should look at and speak to the potential ward, number one. Number two, family members should not be banned from seeing their loved ones, and many times they are by guardians who don't want the family to know what they're doing. Uh, Law enforcement has to pay better attention. People call their local police department and say, hey, my guardian, uh, my, my mother's guardian has moved her, and I don't know where she is. She won't tell me. Law enforcement, district attorneys, cops routinely step away from these cases because they say they're just civil cases. We just do criminal cases. Well, it's criminal if you, if you kidnap someone's mother and take them away. Come on. So there's a whole bunch of suggestions I make in the book, what states can do. But there are a lot of reformers in this movement, uh, Michael, that think the feds have to get involved with you know, the states have proven they can't handle it all, so there needs to be federal regulation. I don't know.
0: Diane, with your knowledge of this subject and then watching... From a distance, the the Michael Orr blindside case play itself out very publicly within the last few months. You know that he said he was he was not adopted as a teenager. I'm doing this from memory, but my recollection is he said, hey, I was not adopted by the Tuohys. Instead, uh, a conservatorship in his case had given away all of his rights to sign contracts and and make decisions. What did you think with your informed knowledge about that case?
1: I was very suspicious about of his claims from the very beginning. Conservatorships, if he was really in a conservatorship, right. like he describes, mm-hmm. the Tui, the couple that he said put him in guardianship or conservatorship, would have been taking all his money. This is a man who signed contracts with the NFL and made $34 million. Uh, so I, I, it doesn't square in my head that he was in some sort of untenable, financially devastating situation. Uh, he made $34 million. He went on, he got married, he had children, he uh, he has a regular life of a millionaire. So exactly where the conservatorship was bad for him, or if it even still existed, uh, I, I couldn't find any evidence to back up what he was saying. And when I heard that he was making these allegations as he was releasing his latest book, I thought, oh, maybe that's just a PR ploy to get attention.
0: What about Britney Spears? Because I'm aware and tracked, you know, the whole free Britney movement and everybody with signs and social media and so forth. But the more Mm -hmm. I then paid attention, candidly, the more I thought she might not be in a position to make all the decisions necessary for herself and her assets.
1: Yeah, it hurts my heart to watch her on X and uh, and right. TikTok and wherever she right. is dancing in a thong on a pole at 40 years old. You know, there's something not quite right there, hyper-sexualized or something. But I ask myself, if I was in a restrictive 24-7 surveillance existence for 14 years, would I be acting crazy too? I don't know. Uh, you know, look. I don't think we want to be a society where we just strip people of all their rights and watch them 24-7 and force them to do what strangers tell them to do. I I don't, you know, Louis Brandeis, the Supreme Court Justice, said, if we desire respect for the law, we must first make the law respectable. Well, the law is not respectable in many of these guardianship cases that I investigated. It's not compassionate. It's not even legal in many cases. And I just think for the Britney Spears of the world and the two million others under guardianship, we got to figure out if they really should be in guardianship and where is all their money going.
0: Bottom line is Diane Diamond has written a new book about a subject area folks might not be familiar with, Other than those two celebrity cases where you've got as many as 200,000 new guardianship cases being opened in the United States each year, an industry all told that may be $50 billion each year where people's assets and possessions are being put under the control of others without, you would argue, due process.
1: Exactly. Very well said, Michael. Can I quote you if I write another book on this?
0: Something tells me you'll be writing another book. I don't know if it'll be on this, but I know Diane Diamond will write another book on this. Uh, Leave us with something. What do you most want us to know about, quote, we're here to help?
1: If you are in a family situation where you have an at-risk person, an elderly person, someone with a disability, and your family cannot agree on what to do with this person, how to take care of them... Please do not go to a lawyer and agree to guardianship as a first step. Maybe that's what you'll ultimately decide on. But first of all, go to family mediation. Try to figure out what's best for that vulnerable person. Because if you get them into a bad, unwanted, overly restrictive guardianship, you're going to lose all control. And the person who will suffer the most is that ward of the court, your loved one.
0: Diane Diamond. Welcome back, Diane. Nice to have had you here.
1: Oh, Michael, thank you so much. You and TC are terrific.
0: Oh, please. She doesn't need the adulation. She hears it all the time,
1: okay? Yes, she does. Girls got to stick together, you know? Thank you, Diane. Good luck with the book. Thank you, my dear. See you. Book Club with Michael Smirkanish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Listen to the Michael Smirkanish program. Weekdays on SiriusXM's POTUS Channel 124 and anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael
2: on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot code SUPER24. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022.